0: Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're drafting a fictional bachelor party. Our guest today is comedian and writer Sean O'Connor. Sean worked with me at The Late Late Show with Jimmy Cordon Blue, and he now writes and co-executive produces the animated series Solar Opposites on Hulu, and close enough... On HBO Max, I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and joining me today is my friend and comedian, Sean Jordan, David Borey, locked deep, deep, deep in the bowels of a dungeon in Bolivia. (laughs) Will he ever make it out? Only time will tell. Let's get into it. Episode of all fantasy everything, the podcast that is having a guava Sao Paulo flavored Lacroix, and I don't, I something. Is, it feels like it, like a, a sparkling water has maybe like, like like it's spoiled a little bit, which I know can't happen. What flavor is Sao Paulo? It's guava. It's like a guava flavor, and 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 I think we've gone too far with the guava flavor. You've you've guaved too far. I think we've guaved too far. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around on them man I like the bubbly waters now I used to hate them like you would sit You drink five six a day and I'm just like you Are a lunatic mm-hmm. but now I like them A good substitute oh, man. For soda Have you ever had polar polar is the best the, my, my
0: number one uh, Seltzer brand. is yeah. it
2: really polar Is what I should be getting into
0: Polar is great it's so good The orange polar in particular is Like maybe a a top Three drink of all time
2: is it is it a like zero calorie one, or is it one of those like ten calorie ones?
0: Zero calorie. Oh yeah, shit. it's great. It's great. It's like and it's like old school seltzer, uh, but like they've they've updated the flavoring to uh, to work with our baby mouths.
2: Like it tastes like you should be getting it when you're coming out of a sauna.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's wonderful. And that and bubbly, the Pepsi brand one. I like the bubbly. Uh, this is not hashtag ad. It's not a hashtag ad,
1: but bubbly. Wow.
2: I love a fucking
0: bubbly.
1: I, yeah, oh. they're so good. What makes something caloric? Is that a word? First of all, caloric. Yeah. Like if something has calories, what makes it have calories? What are the calories? I believe, I believe with Spindrift, it's like they actually use real fruit. Yeah. So like okay. any
0: time they use that, there's going to be some calorie content. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. I get
0: it.
2: Which may in the long run end up being better for us than whatever this natural, because like on, the, on, the, on one of these it says naturally essenced, but then there's an asterisk. Oh, non-GMO, <laughs> that's good, uh, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know how they make these taste like anything. I don't know what that is. I know it probably originally comes from Sean's home state of New Jersey, but outside of that, I don't know.
0: You are actually right. Uh, <laughs> like two towns over from where I grew up, there's this place called IFF, uh, the International Fragrance Factory, and there, there compl- is not. I swear. And it's like it's like eight city blocks wide. It's this huge factory, and all they do is manufacture flavors and scents for candles and drinks and all of that. And my friend uh, Chris's mom used to work there, and yeah. Like, she ha- used to have, like, vials of flavor that you could add into, like, water. Wow, straight out the factory. It was straight out of the factory. Sean it's Jordan so- and
2: I were once in an R&B group called the International Flavor Factory.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> That's <dude. is laughs> a great
2: name. It's such a good name. It was us and everyone in Jodeci. But it was, and then the two <laughs> yeah, of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it was wet.
2: <laughs> so we went, we went, it was the wettest R&B group in history.
1: Yeah. you might have heard of our wet 2001 tour fresh off the millennium we performed in a half full like kiddie pool that we sort of toured around the country (laughs) with a lot of half full (laughs) venues didn't matter how big it was it was half full like it could have been chase stadium half Half full. full baby uh
2: yeah i heard about i had a friend who wanted to become a food chemist when we were like in high school and which is a very specific thing to want to do in high school but uh yeah he like wrote a report about the international fragrance factory
0: yeah, how do you want to become that in high school? Where it was his life saved by a food chemist. I, and he, I, was I, like, I, <laughs> he saved me from drowning. It's the only way I could honor him. He for, was he, just
2: a very reasonable guy who liked chemistry and was like, "This seems like this seems like something I could do." And now he make, he works in he does
0: like biochemistry for a vitamin company. So he followed it through. Yeah, I think if you want to be a food chemist, they let you. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, they're just like. Oh, wow. Yeah, sure. Like, you're fast-tracked. Thank you like, so much. Play, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you just tell that to your guidance counselor, and they're like, wow, we got 10 minutes to burn. What do you want to talk about? And yeah, yeah, so yeah. you are. And so you are. <laughs> yeah, just... I know.
0: I guess, a, I guess when I hear that, I'm just so jealous, because I think my head was always in the clouds, because I remember, like, in my, like, eighth grade yearbook, I definitely said baseball player. And then, like, <laughs> in high school, I was like, I'm going to, like, write for a rolling stone, of, like, <laughs> be in a successful bed. Like, there was never, there was never a moment where I wasn't, uh, like, trying to appeal to a large mass of people. But then, like, my other friends are like, I wanted to be an accountant, and I became an accountant. Yeah, and then they did it. Yeah, I never, I still don't know what I
2: want to do. I had no inclination. I just was like, I just, whatever happened next, I was okay with it.
1: That was, that's always been me too. When I was a kid, I wanted to, for a job, I wanted to play college football for Notre Dame. That's yeah. what I yeah. thought my job could be.
0: Yeah, man, man, is that not a job until <laughs> I think this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least not anything you can report taxes on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, honestly, people ask about how'd you get into stand up? I was like, I don't know. I just, it just there was a contest happening in Sioux Falls and I did it. And that's I didn't have grand aspirations as a kid or anything. You just
0: I feel like I lied my way into stand up. Like did I too. feel like I feel yeah. like I canceled on a friend once. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just like doing an open mic. And then he was like, Oh, I'd love to see it. And I was like, Ah, I have to figure out how to do <laughs> that. Yeah. You signed the papers. Yeah.
2: I should have just gone to see the Silent Hill movie.
0: I know, it really, like, my whole life has changed from one lie to a guy that, like, I, I'm not
2: even friends with anymore. I lied my way like, into it, too. Somebody, I did improv at the time, and somebody was like, you do stand-up, right? And I was like, yeah, and then they booked me on a show, and I had to come up with an act. Oh
1: yeah! When what show was that? Do you remember? Do you like? Do you remember when it was or anything?
2: It was at the Clinton Street Theater, and it was just some show. I don't remember when it was. There's probably I could probably go on Facebook and figure it out, but right. like that's all I remember that's about it.
0: I think that's the appropriate amount to remember the first time you did stand up. Yeah, it was like, like I, I know I started at the Stress Factory, and I know <sighs> one joke I told, but that is it. I and I think I bombed. You gonna throw it at us or what? Oh, uh, uh, my joke that I told my first... It's probably the first or second joke I told, because it's the only one that made it to the second set, which was... uh, Did you guys hear that the guy uh, that Rocky fought in Rocky V, Tommy Machine Gun Morrison, uh, he just got diagnosed with HIV? And you know what they say? uh, When you bare-knuckle box someone, you're bare-knuckle boxing every person. That person's bare-knuckle (laughs) boxed. It's <laughs> a good joke. That's a good it was, for you. it was, it was, it was, yeah. It was, I mean, it's, it's labored and it takes a while to get there. But... <laughs> right. But it's, it's all, it's all in there. Yeah.
2: Ends up being a good
3: joke. <laughs> yeah.
2: One of my first ones was about how NPR does, which is a very Portland first joke to have, but how NPR doesn't have commercials, but they still have commercial breaks. And then they just go into like weird pan flute music for 15 seconds and then come back. It was. <laughs> I think I did a pan flute impression. It was,
0: it hit it hit hard in Portland,
2: Oregon, in like 2006.
0: I think that would still I think that would still work. Yeah. I, I'm I would I'm craving your pan flute impression <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'll bring it back. I'm gonna go. Pl- I'll, at some point, I'll plumb my early
2: work and then pretend like it's new stuff.
0: That's what you got to do. The Beatles did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my own get back. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, "What was that song we were working
2: on when we were 15?" <laughs> That, did you guys watch that?
1: No, not yet. not yet. Oh, it's so good.
0: Spoiler alert, they beat up the Pope. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the whole third hour. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he owes Ringo a bunch of money. As
1: soon as Laura's parents get here, most of it's going to be me watching things i wanted to watch.
2: Oh, yeah. When yeah. do they get there?
1: You've been on serious father <laughs> On duty, The 16th. Huh? Pretty serious because Laura's had like a lot of work, which is great. But, you know, I don't, it's, it's, I don't know how people have real jobs. I understand this is a job. I don't know how somebody has a nine to five and still has a child. I'll never... I don't know how the fuck it happens. I really don't. I understand you're a human. You just do it. Just like I don't know how people raise twins. But like, I couldn't imagine going to work from nine to five and then coming home, having to work all night with the kids. It's just shocking.
0: It, it doesn't make sense. And no. it almost... It, it feels like I think other countries have it figured out. Like, I think European countries in general are, like, very open to people having families and giving necessary time off and all of that stuff. In America, it's just an impossibility. Like, I know we've we've worked for, like, paternity leave and stuff like that, or, like, we've been fighting for that. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's so necessary, but it also just seems, like, impossible with any job to take. I'm going to leave for a month right now like yeah not to not to great there's
2: so few jobs where you can do that they're like yeah. some like dudes that and my job now they'll leave for like a week or like two weeks you know what i mean like the maternity leave is great that's like you know <laughs> people are gone for like three four five months well not great that's way shorter than it should be but it's also probably because you're 40 and, yeah. and a lot of people have kids when they're like 20 and remember how much energy you had then
1: i still have a fair amount and i think about that because i'm like i'm a pretty spry 40 year old but I am forty. Yeah, and it's like, but you don't, you know, four hours of sleep, and I'm good. And so as long as I've been good, anyway, not to like whatever. Ian, have kids, do it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I think the I think the pause answered that question more than I don't know. They're
1: coming. They're coming. I've made I've made silent bets with a lot of our mutual friends. They don't even know about, but they're coming.
2: I'd like to. I'd like to have kids. Yeah. I'd like to have they're kids, coming. but I was, I'd also like to have three nannies. James Corden, (laughs) who is very, Sean and I both worked for, Sean Jordan, you've met him, is very, is a huge encourager of people
0: having kids. He probably did that with you, Ocons, right? Yeah, he did. And then I saw him recently and he was trying to convince me to have a second, even though everyone with more than two kids has told me not to have a second child.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like it helps when you have a nanny. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure I would love to have, you know what I mean? If
1: you have like a nanny where you're like, here, take care of this. If I had a nanny. But here's what I'll tell you. I would, I want to look back in two years and I want to have done everything. And I want to have been there for all this stuff. It's tough, but it's no tougher than anything. It's all perspective. It's no tougher than anything else. You work all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's, you know, it's no different. It really isn't. It, it truly, it, it's just like having a second job
0: or like a, yeah. like a very intensive hobby, except yeah. your hobby can die at any moment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it might be easier than my job now because it's not like a bunch of like my baby's stands will get mad at me on the internet if like we do something wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. Most of it is just like <laughs> shifting areas of the house. Go on a walk. Go to her bedroom. Go to the living room. Go to our room. Writing
2: stuff for BTS is harder than having a baby. That's what I'm hearing here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think so. Yeah. I I think just being around BTS is harder than uh, having a baby because the fans will tear you apart, zombie movie style. Yeah,
1: completely. Those are those young boys that are too sexy, aren't they? They performed on the on at the Grammys and they were too sexy. I didn't like it.
0: They, you know, uh, yeah. BTS stands for Butts Too Sexy. Butts Too Sexy.
1: <laughs> Ian and David got mad at me because I said they were too, they were being too sexy, but I didn't, I didn't need it. I think that is just the dad coming out. Yeah, now you can't so.
0: appreciate people's sexiness. You just have to be like, you know, I don't this world is sexy
1: enough. I appreciate Laura's sexiness is what I appreciate. You
0: have a daughter
2: now and you're like, boys, why don't you tone it down a little bit? Maybe some nice leather fringe jackets. <laughs> huh? What yeah. happened to what happened to Neil
1: Young and Crazy Horse, boys? What
2: happened to that tradition?
1: I do like that song butter though. I mean the song. It's pretty good. Be- oh, BTS friggin' rocks, dude. Yeah. I've only heard that I only know the one song. See how see what we do. See how we dance around different topics. You've heard dynamite. I have. Yeah.
2: Like dynamite. Whoa. Oh yeah. See, I
1: can never tell. It's like One Direction. I could as soon as One Direction started making solo shit, I was shocked. I was like, that's how different they all sound. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me that they were all like in one group. Yeah. I mean, Nothing it's great. poignant I mean, there, but
0: No, no, but like One D, One D was really good, BTS is really good. Uh but I for me, I live and die with Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm who, ready to put her on Mount Rushmore. I'm form. saying this.
1: Whoever, like, whoever broke her heart and Adele's heart, they have to be so bummed out. But also, like, but also thank because, you. Th- yeah, yeah, they gave the world so much good heartbreak music.
0: I don't want to sound so men's right activist, but I mean, like, here I go. You're on the right show. It took me 15 minutes to just (laughs) fall into my old habit. But I I always wonder if, like, the guys who broke those pop stars' hearts, like, hearing that and seeing the world react to their music and just being like, actually, you know, this was a two-way street here. (laughs) Yeah. And then having no way to like relate that to the general
1: public okay? They're, they're like, like going to open mics <laughs> with acoustic guitars like this is a little song <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you right. only hear the one side and then because i used i remember thinking back in the day i was like poor justin timberlake and now i look back and i was like or he was quite the dickhead about whatever happened i mean he put her on blast so hard for whatever happened and we only got his side of it because at the time like she really wasn't allowed to speak up and do make a video. She couldn't have made a video with a like looka Justin Timberlake yeah. doing whatever the fuck he did.
2: This is what Sean's saying though, right? It's like yeah, let's yeah. hear the
0: fucking other side of it.
1: Exactly. There were and two then,
0: people rolling in the deep there. Exactly. <laughs> like like Taylor Swift, like love love Taylor Swift, love her fans, do not murder me in my sleep. But like Jake is not going out into interviews and saying like <laughs> You know, like she was kind of distant most of the time yeah. like, she's always somewhere else dreaming of pop music like
1: man she just like best. we
2: never really laid out the terms of our relationship we would only been dating for a couple months we've been on three dates yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them was a group the date. best
1: breakup material oh yeah
2: i mean whatever whatever it takes to get her where she's going you know what i mean like
1: i can't oh God she's so good at what she does it's
2: just, the gems she's dropping might be blood diamonds that's the only yeah, thing man. we may they we they may not be conflict free
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't care.
0: I do wonder though if you're like when you're like in a relationship i mean like there's always like a little tiff at moments of her. Not responding for a moment and like drifting off into the end. That guy being like, oh, I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I know that face. That's a number one hit face. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh,
2: the sweater I'm wearing is going to come up.
1: I was thinking about the other day. It's not new, but when uh like when Beyonce made pretty much a whole album about getting cheated on, but they still lived together. And it like it was topping the charts and they just had to every you can't really move past it you know where he's just like yeah it's still on the radio
0: <laughs> yeah i bet she, she didn't bring up the success of that album as much at home like right. when like they're like oh it's number one she didn't oh that's interesting that never told jay but it still <laughs> is
1: like it, it's just it's crazy to th- like think that if that happens in a relationship where you're not famous if somebody cheats or whatever you move you process it or you break up or whatever you move past it but when you're famous like that you can't really move past things as easy because they're all in the internet i don't know i was just thinking about that she probably
2: had the congratulations on the platinum record flowers sent to the office yeah But yeah. <laughs> 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 then he made an album about it too they're too, you know, know. They, they're massively successful but they're still two weird artists you know yeah,
1: yeah that yeah.
0: is the truth as i think like yeah the art like once you like you've Signed the contract that everything you do is part of your art. Like, yeah, like Adele's contractor husband isn't yeah. like building a house going, it was actually a two sided thing. Yeah, like, yeah, doing yeah, spray yeah. painting on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Adele
2: probably gets into relationships with the express intent of them
0: going bad somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to live your art. I think, especially if like you are. Uh, the crazy thing is like Adele and like Taylor Swift, they just keep going up. Yeah. Like there's there's mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be like the going down point. And it's gonna happen. But when you're on that trip, like yeah, anything that gets you to uh hit record I guess is necessary. I think so. I
2: think if you're like Adele and you're in a happy relationship, you're probably sitting in there like fuck. Yeah. yeah how do i fucking what do i fucking do with this
3: shit oh no yeah. nobody,
2: wants, nobody wants to hear adele happy i already lost all the weight people are like people are already pissed at me for that now i gotta be happy too
0: <laughs> fuck that oh i bet she's like when she's really happy after like six months of happiness She'll get like a burner phone and text message herself like a dick pic, and then uh-huh. like leave her phone out yeah. so the guy finds it and like what? So, <laughs> so LeBron's manager or whatever <laughs> can find <Yeah>. Rich Paul.
2: <laughs> that's an amazing relationship. That's you know who that that's who Adele's dating now. Sean Jordan. No, she is Rich not. Paul. I, I did
0: not know that. Oh, that yeah. is that is crazy
2: really yeah lebron's like agent i think rich paul yeah how interesting yeah
1: man that's fun it's fun to think about her being all cockney cutting loose with lebron in the same room at some point I bet it's oh, a good absolutely! Time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Rich, Rich Paul, like you know, stepping in it all over the place with Ben Simmons, but yeah. then he has Adele to fall back on. Going like, oh yeah, my life is set up <laughs> any way I go.
1: I would love to sit and chill with her and just get tossed. It'd be—I bet you—she's so fun when she has a few. Yeah, I bet it'd be a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, she seems like. Like I love what I love about Adele is like she seems so classy when you hear her music, but then when you hear her talk, she's like uh, almost a di- she's like so Dickensian, like a street urchin. <laughs> like it really, it just does not sync up because she's like wearing this lovely evening ground. She's like, "Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? <laughs> uh,
2: if you're gonna just toss out the fucking oil you use your for the fish and chips, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, it's, all right. yeah, 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 yeah. it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, we keep that at home in the refrigerator. Let's <laughs> uh, chuck out the fish heads You're going to make stargazy pie Have a Christmas
1: dinner right? She could be like the villain in the new Kingsman movie Oh damn, <laughs> I want to see it I think Rasputin is the new villain in the yeah, Kingsman Ras- movie Yeah, I haven't been to the theater yet And uh, that might be the first one Yeah,
0: it's Rasputin Oh man, I can't wait It's going to be great
2: This is a pro Kingsman podcast Sean Jordan is a pro Kingsman man Sean is Jordan on Twitter Sean Cougar, Melon Jordan on Instagram
1: yeah man the kingsman yeah dude i in can't laura doesn't like it and it was like one of the closest we've ever been to getting in a fight over nothing like we've had yeah. arguments but that we haven't really had an argument over nothing ever that was where i was like i think i i think i got up and walked away <laughs> uh,
0: what's not to like it's, it's all in there it's just fun yeah their outfits are great oh yeah the first the first kingsman is like like kind of the funnest movie to come out in the last 10 years like you ev- every single thing works they like the main character is so easy to root for the world is so cool and then like it gets ultra violent violent like every single part of that movie is for someone yeah i like, side-eyed
1: i remember side-eyeing it for the first like 15 minutes like you proved to me colin firth is gonna fill this role and then he did i was like he's tough he's as tough as i want him to be I think as soon as you get over the fact that you're rooting for a guy named Eggsy, yeah, like
0: yeah. <laughs> <Love> as <it. laughs> soon as you get over that, like you're all in.
1: That kid, I fell in love with that kid in that movie. He's so fun and charming and just great in that movie. Yeah, it's such a good movie.
0: I think he's I think he's just a really I he's such an exciting actor. I he think he's really, he really good as Elton John. He's great as the monkey and sing. And he's a so good singer. Cool so good <laughs> yeah he's the monkey and sing he's the monkey and sing and he's incredible it's the he's the best part of sing a versatile as the m- guy <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah
0: he was fucking yeah. great as elton
2: john he he, he narrated elton john's if you do the audiobook of elton john's autobiography he reads it and he's great as that he's
0: great wow. at everything yeah oh i need to i need to listen to that i want to hear elton john's life story dude it is so good is it very recent? Do they talk about the Lil Nas X Uber Eats commercial? They don't <laughs> they
2: don't. That's a that's an appendix you have to get. That's an appendix <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to
0: get. But Big he, chunk goes,
2: of life. he goes into everything. He gets like he puts on the hip waiters and gets right in there.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: Yeah. It's a it's a real fun book. Sean Jordan, do you have any do you have any performances or anything you want to hit people towards coming up?
1: January sixth, The Crocodile oh. in oh. Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Why what? I'm well, just
2: on January 6th and you're going to be on Capitol Hill in Seattle. It's just interesting. <laughs> I keep forgetting
1: that that's a day. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to be at the Crocodile. Come to the show, Seattle, please. Nobody showed up last time. It was scary. <laughs> not one, I, I, Sean, not one person. It wasn't even one of those like three people in the audience. Where we had to be like, hey, we're just going to call it. No people no people uh
0: you know I, I i performed at the crocodile once and that was a time where i learned about my limiting uh, my limited drawing potential yeah. is. i think i think nine people showed up and i we did it in the bar it's scary
1: because like you people say they're like you gotta you know you start headlining your shows and then you book a couple and you're like nobody gives a shit Why it's, did you tell it's me just do scary, this? you know yeah anyway so that that that'll be really rad other than that just be you know have a happy holiday oh yeah have fun enjoy Hell, yeah. life smile there you go brian wilson yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah Sean o'connor is here Sean o'conn's on twitter Sean o'conn's on instagram now that's con that's two n's and then a z at the
0: end and one z yeah yeah two n's one z
2: how are you doing what's the latest with you
0: oh man you know what like you, you know just uh writing for animated shows at all various points of my life yeah. and then they come out a year and a half later and they're new to me. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, do you
2: remember like anything you write in those once they come out?
0: <laughs> no, I mean like cuz uh on the show close enough we did two seasons back to back. So like one is probably going to come out in the spring of 22 uh, 20, uh 2022 and then the next one is going to come out in spring of 2023. And I already don't rem- like it was back to back. It's already so been written? It's already been written. I have no idea what uh, what I wrote in it, even though I know I I know I, I took time away to write by myself on that yeah. show. <laughs> but, but crazy. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty insane, but it's also fun. It's fun, you get to fuck around, but then yeah, you don't remember a single thing you've done. How much writing of action is
2: there on an animated show? Because, like, there's so many sight gags and there's so many, like, action that, like,
0: jokes that aren't driven by dialogue. What is that like? Chunks. Like, you're writing, like, long paragraphs explaining what people are seeing and stuff. Like, there's, yeah, there there was one episode where, like, uh, we wrote a whole thing about, like, uh, this boulder going from, uh san bernardino all the way to santa monica and it was like three pages of no dialogue <laughs> that will probably be like 15 seconds when you see it but like we had to describe all the things the boulder was doing and because you have to give yeah. you have
2: to tell the animators
0: like exactly what you want to see because they're probably fairly literal people right they're very literal and then like uh the like on a show like solar opposites that's like the writers have final say but on a show like close enough like the animators get to put whatever like stank they want to put in the scene. So that, <laughs> that is fun. Cause like when you're watching like the an- uh, animatics for the first time, you're like, well, they went, a- they went a different way, <laughs> but it like, also it's interesting because like, they seem to have like, th- they're boundaryless people more so than writers. I think right. we're like, I-, I think like, we're always thinking like, oh, these characters, you know, they're along for the ride. And then the animators are like, would it be funny if they blew up? that's so interesting so they're like making
2: like creative choices themselves and everything i suppose why shouldn't they of course they're creative people
0: yeah they're super creative people and like yeah like it, it is kind of very collaborative and like yeah like they'll they they're never like choosing what the characters do but like in the background you will see like an insanely funny joke or like You'll give them pitches on like what a like a restaurant should be named, and then they go, ah, "I think we have a better idea." And it yeah. is like, "Oh yeah, they were they were right. This is way better than a bunch of writers sitting in a room pitching puns."
2: Oh, it's it's my worst fear realized, <laughs> which is that everyone's as funny as
1: us, but they just aren't. Yeah
2: also yeah. have other skills.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a bummer when you meet like a funny doctor and you're like, yeah. stop it.
0: Fuck. Yeah. That is true though. Cause like <laughs> I felt like growing up, like I remember when I started doing comedy, I was telling, when I was telling my friends, I was doing comedy. They were like, you? Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, exactly. Like,
0: you're like the unfunny one in the group. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a different kind of
2: funny. <laughs> but I've been listening to all you being funny and I've synthesized yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All of my friends are funnier than me. I swear yeah. to God, when I go back home that's where most of my jokes stem from is honestly just kicking it with them and then they hear the act and they're like what the hell and I was like well I'm, I'm the one that chose to do this so yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking our jokes well last
0: weekend I was uh, uh Brendan Walsh and I kids are on the same soccer team and he was telling me a God story damn, about his, that's cool his funniest friend uh he was like could not believe that anyone would do comedy he's like a realtor and he's like he's a he's a bald man who occasionally will just put on like long wigs and show houses (laughs) it's like that's so funny and it's it's rewarding only to him
2: (laughs) that's so fucking funny
1: (laughs) that would be i love it
0: Like just long blonde wigs and just going and showing a house to someone and then the next person has a different wig just (laughs) for no one but himself. And that seems
1: better. Just to look himself in the mirror at night and be like, you did it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith, that was pretty fucking fun. (laughs) You did it, Keith. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. Are you doing Stan? Is there anything? What do you want to direct people towards? How can people check out what you're doing right now?
0: You know, just Twitter, Twitter, uh, close enough. Solar opposites, HBO Max, Hulu. You know, yeah, they're they're very fun, and I think that's enough. Oh, actually, I do have a new podcast. Yeah,
1: that a boy.
0: Yeah, the Your Two Dads podcast came and went because Julian McCullough decided he didn't want to talk about being a dad anymore. Mm-hmm. I do even. Yeah. Right. Yes. Desperately. (laughs) offline. We'll offline that. But yeah, I have a new podcast coming out in January called Off the Records with B-Money and the Okan Man. And it's Brendan (laughs) Walsh and I listening to comedy albums from the 50s, 60s, and 70s of comedians you've never heard about and trying to decide if they're worth remembering because we feel that eventually we're going to be completely forgotten, and we want to
1: remember some guys. I love that you're that's listening been... to Peanut Jones. It's called "The Kitchen's Over There."
0: Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah we we uh, we just went we just went to a record store and spent about six hundred dollars on old comedy albums. And god, that's there's sick. people. Everyone had a comedy album in the '50s, '60s, '70s. I just bought one from. A uh, former Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher, Don Drysdale. What? He he has a comedy album from like 1971. It's called Bullpen. Uh, I have not listened to it yet, but I'm very excited. God, that's sick. Don Drysdale, what is it? They call those like party albums, right? Like you would put them mm-hmm. on at a party or something like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. And then there's like people that we've listened to that like you can't believe that you've never heard of. Like there's this guy, Chris Rush, who wrote for the National Lampoon in like 1979 to 1973. And then, like, was around everyone and then was Carlin's opener for, like, 10 years and, like, had the number one selling comedy album of 1972. And I've never heard of him. Wild.
2: Yeah. And he, is he, he's probably hilarious, right?
0: He was pretty good. He was yeah. pretty good. I guess and comedy's
2: th- hard to judge, like, as far as an agent goes.
0: It, it was, and it was also an interesting thing where he didn't record it at a comedy club or a club. He recorded it in a recording studio with an audience of 10 people. Oh. So I think that <laughs> God, that, that that felt weird. Yeah. Like, you, you're like, do they even find it funny? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Three, four of
2: them must have worked for him you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. that's just a, it's just a jfl audition that somebody did yeah i think
0: yeah it's 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 interesting i mean i'm i'm just more interested in finding out that like how much comedy has not changed over the years yeah uh, i bet where everyone is still like having the i think every generation discovers the same things out about the world like yeah i think you're right yeah, but then, like, that's the beauty of an Ian Carmel, is immediately he knows that NPR not taking a commercial break is interesting, and people in the 70s had no fucking clue They didn't fucking, Chris Rush didn't know about that shit. No, that's why you're a true original. Chris Rock wasn't talking <laughs> about that shit.
2: If you want NPR music break comedy, there's one place you can get it.
0: Uh, Yeah, I no, but I think there like that is the thing. I I just watched the Comedy Store documentary, and I feel like at the Comedy Store, you could have walked in at the Comedy Store any decade and heard the same joke. Yeah, I think you're right. That ain't changing. Yeah, Yeah. and I am. And there's so many great comics. It's fine. It's fine.
1: fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The
0: the audience will always crave. You know, (laughs) my girlfriend has her period jokes. Yeah. (laughs) because their girlfriend has their period yeah we it's relatable yeah. and i and then meanwhile i've been with my wife for 10 years and i'm like has she ever gotten her period yeah like, she. i've never seen her naked so there's no yeah, way to yeah, know yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, not, I'm, I'm saving myself for death yeah. <laughs> there it is there it is <laughs>
2: Uh, My name is Ian Carmel, at Ian Carmel on Twitter, at Ian Carmel on Instagram, at Ian Carmel on uh, Jewish uh, 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 Pet Finder app, (laughs) (laughs) where we'll find you a nice bichon Frise that you can give to your grandmother uh, who lives in Boca Raton. Uh, I I, I don't really have anything coming up. Watch The Late Late Show with James Corden, where I am our much, uh, much worse Andy Richter and uh watch sex unzipped on netflix and l- listen to all fantasy everything
1: there you go and then you can poke around portland whatever day you're going to be here and try to find me and you at a bar yeah you'll find that it'll be fun you'll find that I'm real cool. excited. I have, i'm have excited i'm excited
0: you. you as andy richter's equal oh, on the <laughs> Late Late i i like honestly i have i will say that uh yeah the the first 20 or so minutes of late late shows can't miss at this point It's so fun. It's 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 what
2: it's what we wanted to do from the outset, too. If you remember, I do believe it is
0: what we were. We thought the show was going to be for the first. You know, what still gets me
1: is last year. When James goes, you know what we call Thanksgiving in London? And you go, Thanksgiving? Yeah. And still, fuck still <laughs> I, a year later, I think about it. Because it I was like the most someone's ever got their face ripped off that I've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah. so was like- oh, my God.
0: Like, I, I can't believe he hosted the show the next day after that. Yeah, yeah. It was they had to break in facial reconstruction <laughs> yeah, surgery. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: We This was what the show was originally supposed to Sean, for those of you who don't know, uh, Sean, myself, and James Davis were the three original writers of The Late Late Show. Yes. In a trailer. Now we're a thousand episodes later. But originally it was supposed to be like a much more, less, like a less traditional, kind of more open format sort of thing.
0: Yeah, where they, I think like very specifically, the reason why the three of us were picked where they were like, oh, yeah, there's going to be lots of on-camera opportunities and you yeah. guys are on stage all the time. And uh, just, you know, things went differently. Les Moonves and Jay Leno made sure that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Jay Leno has had his finger in every pot of late night since 1985. and Every pot! He stirs it up. And then he just goes off to count his cars. And then he drives away in Chitty Chitty Bang
2: Bang, and fucking yeah. doesn't touch his late uh, late night money. It it's was wild. We did a test shows where I was like the bartender, which essentially what yeah. I do now, and, and Leslie Moonves has made sure that was not going to be the case on our show.
0: Dare I say the only bad decision he's ever made? Yep. I mean, every, you know, fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Babe Ruth struck out a lot too. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i was thinking you know it'd be very funny because have you guys ever seen jay leno in the wild he i did i saw him in,
1: right right when i moved there
0: you do always see him in a weird car but would would you even think twice if you saw him in the oscar Mayer wiener mobile he'd <laughs> <Like, No. laughs> just be like of course he has that in the collection yeah <laughs> It'd be weird a, if he didn't have one. That's exactly. an iconic ride. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: going around town dealing out <laughs> denim dogs. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I mean, I've fucking, every time I've seen him, he is in full denim. I mean, that I man. I saw him
1: on a hog by the Burbank Airport, just vroom, vrooming, full denim, different color, which is yeah. such a weird move. He
0: does give you exactly what you, ex- you want. Like, he is so aggressively Jay Leno that there's like, you know you can't be disappointed. It's like, like seeing Homer, see
2: Homer Simpson or Doug <laughs> funny in the wild, like they're in yeah. that outfit doing <laughs> that <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I like. That's what I love. Like I remember uh, Nafer and writer of Late Late Show. Brilliant. We, we were we were we uh, we helped out a little bit with Adam Sandler's Netflix special, uh, writing jokes, and like he took us out to dinner one night, and we went to like this really nice. Italian restaurant in the Pacific Palisades and he like basketball shorts <laughs> hoodie I was like this fucking rules <laughs> Stanley does exactly what you think he's gonna do he's the greatest
1: that's, that's ma- so I, he, dope
2: he fucking figured it out be comfortable be comfortable and then it became a thing about him where you're
0: like oh awesome he's dressed how he dresses it's honestly like truly really, I I like when celebrities look relaxed and like cuz like when i was watching the sopranos my main takeaway I was like you know tony must feel really comfortable in that clo- those clothes yeah. his clothes look so comfortable none of them you know he's never like tc tugged his shirt never no they're all they're <laughs> always a size bigger
2: than they need to be
0: yeah and i'm like ah oh, how do i get to that that level of comfortability in my day-to-day life just silk polo shirts all the time <laughs>
2: yeah. Do you think he had, do you think he buys those clothes or do you think like Carm goes out and buys him his outfits and brings them back and then that's why he never has to, she knows to get a size bigger, he never thinks about it.
1: He doesn't shop, I bet.
0: Yeah, you know what, like.
1: He doesn't buy any any of those.
0: I feel like Carmella's not buying him clothes either, but this is an interesting thing. How come you never see (laughs) TV characters shopping for clothes? Yeah. I wanna know, like, cause everyone does it differently. Yes. Like I go I go in, I pick a bunch of things, and then I like run up and buy. But there's other people who take their time. I wanna know that. That's a show. Is is he grazing <laughs> where we just
2: take we just take TV characters, put them in the mall and see what happens. Yeah.
0: Is he going there with his friends? Is he going alone? Yeah. Like is Polly Walnuts going with him? Like, do they have like a tailor that's doing uh, that is doing those for them?
1: Like the the like the like like cool velour sweatsuits. Well, I have a hard time shopping with friends because I never buy the stuff I want because if I even get like kind of a weird look, I'm just like, oh, it's stupid. I'm not going to buy it. I have to go by myself to actually get something. That's on <laughs> me.
2: That's on me for being so openly judgmental. No,
1: no. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. If next time I pull the yellow hoodie move, if you don't tell me, I'll be furious. I'll always so no, tell I, you. I need it in my life. Yeah, yeah, everybody needs it. Nobody has it. I have it. So thank you. I need it.
2: Well, the other thing we have is a fantasy draft to get to.
1: Yeah, no, I want to talk about clothes a little more, dude. Another hour. Or I so. mean,
2: we can. It can. It can come <laughs> up during this episode because what we're <laughs> drafting is a fictional bachelor party. We are. We're drafting five fictional characters with whom we would like to have a at our bachelor party. Right. Yeah. That's correct. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Sean, this was your idea.
0: Sean O'Connor, this was your idea. What made you think of this? You know what? I was I was just trying to think of fictional characters in a party or like a dinner, and then I was like, you know, I, I I think we make it more specific. Yeah. Like, do a bachelor party. Like, honestly, a bachelor party, all of your friends like true motives come out. Yes. And I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I like to have a mix of people at any party anyway. So I I, I think this will be fun, and we'll get to see who. What kind of bachelor parties each
1: other, each of us will. I figured myself out real quick on this one. Sean (laughs) Jordan
0: and (laughs) I have actual
2: bachelor parties on the horizon. So this is, this is a fitting topic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I almost was thinking like there's people that are like, like I, whoever I pick, I can kind of peg who that's going to be for real there. You love pegging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a pegger. (laughs) (laughs) Big pegger.
2: Now the way we determine the order of the draft is through a rollicking game of rock paper, scissors, played between the two of you. And we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
0: Oh, pull pulled Can't up.
2: Sh- oh, oh yeah, Sean
0: right. Jordan wins. Sean I could Jordan's- have completely cheated at that point, but hey. I, I did it. I'm an honest person. I respect you for not cheating. Hey. Sean Jordan is <laughs> yeah, on a three. hot
2: streak now. That's two in a row. Sean Jordan, as the winner of rock, paper, scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, my friend, I will remind you it is a serpentine draft.
1: Now, a serpentine draft, for those who don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I do it to myself. I could just skip it. It's Basically, the the draft goes one way, stays Mm. over there for a while, and then comes back. So essentially, it's like if you're doing like a chest pass drill in basketball Ah. where you shuffle sideways down the court. So you start with the pumpkin, you chest pass it because the fundamentals are where it's at. People forget that. You don't need to be flashy. Fundamentals. Mm -hmm. So spend a couple hours every day chest passing. So you chest pass (laughs) and you shuffle down the court sideways. Mm -hmm. So the person that you pass it to kind of has it for a while on the far side of the court and then they chest pass the pumpkin back Yeah, yeah, you get three. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. So you shuffle three and then they pass the pumpkin back to you. And then the whole time you're like, let's try to think up different names for the pumpkin. Uh, So then you pass the rock back to them and then they feed you and then I'm out of names. So then you pass them back the pumpkin. until you're all the way down the court. That's exactly how a serpentine draft works.
2: Perfect. Basically what it means is if you pick third in the first round, you pick first in the second round. Now, Sean Jordan, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be?
1: O'Connor. All right carmel whoa and then me i'm scared because i need to see what you guys are doing because i feel basic this we just drafted basic shit this this draft made me feel real basic so i need to see where we're going
2: i have some (laughs) uh notions of who you might be taking i uh well there it is sean o'connor you are up first in the fictional character all fantasy everything uh bachelor party draft and we will get to that first pick right after this short break
1: this episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that, that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance. Just means that you have a peace of mind. So, if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So, I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means
2: Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, the only podcast that has ever existed. <laughs> this is it, except, of course, for the upcoming. Uh,
0: what is, what's, what's your new podcast called, Sean? You and Brenda? Yeah. Oh, off the records with B Money and The Ocon Man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but that's it. Those are the only two. As far as podcasts go, as far as recorded content goes, it's those two podcasts and then the records that Sean and Walsh are going <laughs> to talk about on their podcast. But that's it. That's the only B-Man. thing that's been committed. To Sonic history, Sean O'Connor, what will your first pick be?
0: Okay, so I've I've been thinking about this. I had a minor bachelor party, and I I kind of found out that like I'm a weenie, and all of my friends are weenies. We didn't really go hard. We saw a band called Fart Barf, which who are great. Like if you've never heard the band Fart Barf, I would recommend them. They're very interesting. That's who
1: Shane used to be the lead singer for, right? Fart Barf. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) But uh, yeah, like, and then yeah, we uh, it was it was. So I want to, in this fantasy bachelor party, I want to, like, go for it. And I, I want a money man number one yeah, is what I've chosen. got to have a money of, man. And I think I have a list, but I, I think I'm going to go with Tracy Jordan from 30 Rock. Oh, that's okay. so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, oh, I was, I was torn between him and another character. But I think, like, with Tracy Jordan, like, he has a ton of money and he's all about dumb fun. And like somebody's getting pregnant, yeah. And like, I, I want that for my bachelor party. I love Tracy Jordan. He was born in Yankee Stadium, uh, <laughs> which not many people could say. And yeah, a, a perfect character,
1: dude. That I didn't even think about it. That nope. is,
0: that's the bet.
1: That's the best pick.
0: That you would have so much fun with him. He's so fun. He brings. He has an entourage, so instantly you have more people there. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 acquiring like a real rogues gallery. That's my my, that's my mission for this episode. I'm yeah.
1: (laughs) So, you okay? you went in a in the good similar direction. I'm 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 with you.
2: So this bachelor party is going to be happening. It's got to happen in New York if you're doing with Tracy Jordan, right?
0: Yeah, New York. But I think we're hitting all five boroughs. That's my that's (laughs) my goal for this. We're it's going to be a real it's going to start at 6 p.m. And go to 6 p.m. the next day. What, yeah. were the, what was the craziest night you ever had in New York? Um, you know what? Like, there's so many. I mean, there was one time where my uh, where Julie McCullough left me at a hospital after I punched the wall and broke my hand. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was crazy in a not that crazy way. But I think there was this one night. I, I, I don't think it was it was maybe not New Year's, but we we just bar hopped till like 7 a.m but we just kept acquiring people at bars and we wound up becoming like this group of like 30 people strong. And one of the people that joined our group was Josh Hartnett. (laughs) So we wound up hanging out with Josh Hartnett for like five hours. And everyone was just like so wasted and just being like, we're going to be friends forever, especially with Josh Hartnett. (laughs) 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 And like, oh my God. Yeah, like I think he was he smoked and I smoked so we just kept splitting cigarettes and I was like this is it this is my yeah, this is my true it. Hollywood story yeah Hartnett's gonna like call his agent on Monday and be like I found the guy he's <laughs> sweaty <laughs> <laughs> I bet you
1: that's so fun for someone like a Josh Hartnett to be just just drunk enough in the night and find that group where you're like I'm famous but they're not going to be crazy about it. They're all going to know that I'm famous all night, but they're not going to be weird. And I can just latch on and have fun. I bet you that's oh, a blast.
0: It was really fun. And I, I remember the night ended. We were all like walking and it was sunny out. Everyone was just like, you know, still hammered. And <laughs> my friend Andrew got us all to just scream. I love New York at the top. Of our lungs. <laughs> so like there are people like going to work. And we're just screaming, "I love New York!" Like it was,
1: they're just like, "Shut up!"
2: Yeah, shut up! This sucks.
0: That's why I hate New York. Those oh,
1: I, those
2: people who are awake when they're supposed to be are fucking. There's never been a bigger betrayal than when you see someone <laughs> jogging or going to work. Stop it! Not today. Take today off.
0: Uh, no, I I I will say, yeah, there was a lot of nights in New York where I would come home. And it'll be sunny. And I had a roommate who, uh, maybe you guys know him, uh, Scott Rogowski. He's a oh, yeah. sweet, sweet man. But he had a day job and was always very mad when I would be coming in at seven. And he was, like, getting in his, like, suit and, like, and I was just like, ooh. <laughs> and I think we had three fights as roommates, and they were all in those moments. And uh, our old roommate, Nick, once told me, because I was blackout drunk, he was like, Do you remember yelling at Scott that he's not your dad?
1: <laughs> in those high tension moments. Yeah.
0: Scott was probably mostly just jealous that he wasn't also going out. Probably, yeah. I mean, like, that, no one wants to see their roommate coming back, having a, coming back from, I, I would assume, a lot of fun. Yeah. It probably wasn't that much fun. I was probably like in an opium, opium den. Knowing who I used to be, yeah, you were, you,
2: were a, you were a you were a you were a turn of the century British colonialist living in Hong Kong. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a Tracy Jordan is an amazing pick. That would be so fun. You would end up like getting the shoes you were wearing bronzed probably while they were still on your feet. It'd be amazing. Yeah, dude. Uh, shit, it's time for my. First pick. I'm not used to going so early.
1: I threw you in here and I didn't, I almost feel bad, but I I just had to get a read. No, 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 no. I'll take it.
2: All right. I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a weird pick. I think it's a weird pick, but it's a big tone setting pick. Okay. I love the kind of nights where they like start one. Like it's good to have a plan so you can deviate from it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I like having a plan like with my actual bachelor party. I think it's going to be in Las Vegas. And the thing I love about that is you never know where you're going to end up. Now, I want to take the the, like the prototypical. You never know where you're going to end up like the king of you never know where you're going to end up. Now, I might not spend most of the night talking with this guy, but Uh I'm taking
1: Forrest Gump. (laughs) Oh, he would be a blat he would he would definitely enjoy everything politely you would end up, and- he'd enjoy
2: everything politely but also you would end up like running into crazy famous people he's like uh-huh. history's greatest zelig you would like end up running into famous people you'd be there when like a new kind of music was invented that night like all this crazy <laughs> yeah. shit would happen you know what i mean you would like ease tensions
0: with north korea on accident somehow yeah i mean i love that cuz that is truly your le- you have a bachelor party you could talk about forever. Forever. I think a lot of bachelor parties are like, let's never talk about this again. Yeah. And you are like, oh man, it was great. Kim Jong Un was there. Like, (laughs) Kim Jong Un was hanging out. He was being chill. (laughs) Timothy Chalamet was there when he
2: like signed on to play, you know, Willy Wonka. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. You like have a conversation that changes where the next Olympics are going to be held somehow. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We convinced LeBron to retire that night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Every night that was documented in Forrest Gump's life, like every, every moment that we saw that was documented, completely changed the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely. So, so
2: imagine you get him on a fucking, like, you know, 48-hour bender in Las Vegas yep. or something like that. It'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: The thing about Vegas that people don't get, or that I guess I'm, it's all fairly confined. So, like, yeah. you, can, you can have one of those nights where everybody is hanging out and everything, And you can't really get too separated because you're not going too many places. It's like a nine block radius, right?
2: Yeah. But if you get separated, you can get very separated. I've never been.
1: (laughs) The only time we went to the old strip and I felt like naked almost because I was like, we're not, I'm not in the walls right now. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Picture It, it.
0: Like, yeah, Vegas is kind of like very compressed 20 sim cities so like if you are separated from your friend you're essentially in a new sim city yeah you're you're (laughs) like like in i'm in rome i'm in rome right now (laughs) fucking
2: venice
1: that's what yeah yeah Yeah,
0: it's like yeah no there's venice there's rome there's uh new york like there's the hooters casino like you can Uh, you can It's pick your poison baby like i i have uh, luckily i haven't had this
2: sensation in vegas but you know that kind of drunk where you're like get dropped off at your house but you don't know you're in front of your house like that level of drunk Uh, yeah imagine having
1: that in las vegas where you don't even know how to get home the one thing is like you could just go i don't know i don't know god that'd be so scary
0: it would, because also every hotel is like a yeah. labyrinth. <laughs> like yeah. They all have like,
1: it's like four cornered in the middle and then you have to pick which. Well, I was going to say like you could just go pass out somewhere, but I don't. Thinking about it, you don't really see people <laughs> pass out in these hotels.
2: Because it's like Disneyland. They'll just take you and grab you into a clandestine hallway
1: yeah
0: it d- it does seem harder to get like so rip roaring drunk in Vegas because of all the lights and like the the fake oxygen that's yeah. pumped into everywhere that I do think you are kind of and, and you're, you're walking active. around a lot, yeah, you're, you're sweating, you're around people, there's excitement, your yeah. adrenaline is beating it down, yeah, you never really do see those people who are just like you know, trying to open a wall right? as if it's a door. (laughs) Passed out in a
2: 24-hour foot action inside (laughs) inside Circus circus or something. It's so
1: I remember (laughs) being there. I was so shocked. And I walked just to see if I could do it. Walked into like the Walgreens with a beer. And I was holding it like in front of me. All the employees, they looked at me like I was such a moron. And they're like, yeah, man, it's absolutely you can do that here. (laughs) And I was like, no way. (laughs) No the employees
0: cheered you with theirs. Yeah. <laughs> I just—it's crazy.
1: It's such a crazy, crazy place. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. I don't know. It's—it's just astonishing to me that it's all legal and that's how it goes.
0: I yeah, Las Vegas and New Orleans, I think, are just oh, the two greatest places. Like, still
1: never been to New Orleans, man. Mwah. I know. Uh,
0: my my absolute number one favorite city. Mine it's too. Just so it's so weird. Like, and like. It's a party city, but then there's also ghosts. Yeah, (laughs) it's (laughs) it's, it's so so great.
2: I forget who I was talking to about New Orleans, so forgive me for I'm repeating someone's story. Who I'm not going to give them credit, but they were like at a bar, and they pulled out a. It might have been Bronca. I. They pulled out a stool, and there was a cat asleep (laughs) on it. And the bartender was like, "Yeah, you can't sit there. That's that cat's chair." But he's only sitting there because that other cat took his seat. There was like another cat down the bar and sitting in another one. Whoever's story that is, I do, please tell me and I'll tweet it. But like I've like that's fucking New Orleans. It's the greatest city in the world that I've been to. It's fucking
1: perfect. Uh, let's all go.
2: Let's go. Let's go tonight.
1: I'd love to take a red eye. Sure, Max is still screaming. I need to get out of here.
2: Forrest Gump, dude. That's my like first uh, first pick. Sean Jordan, your first and second picks.
1: Uh, first pick, I want a rock star That's always been like Obviously a fantasy I just want yeah. to go hang out with a rock star Live the life Now in this scenario, I'm a really good friend of theirs So they okay. will treat me as such I'm not going to be just like some hanger on But I'm picking uh, Aldous Snow From Get Him to the Greek Oh, oh okay It's, it's going to be a tough night But he's the rock star pass That we have for anything that we want to do Any, I don't know any Anywhere we want to get in, anything we want, anything we need for the night. He's the famous person. He's the card that we can pull anywhere. And I'm going off of forgetting Sarah Marshall and get him to the Greek. But all the snow seems awesome to me. So I just think I'd want him hanging out. You don't like it?
2: There's a lot of darkness in that guy.
1: I think I could bring out the light. Yeah, I think, pretty... you, I think for like 24 hours you might have him. Yeah, we're not. I don't want it because... And I debated this a lot because I wanted to pick him in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but he's sober and I can't, I don't know, it'd be tough. I can't expect somebody to come hang out. But knowing him from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you see him and how funny he is, like how effortlessly funny he is. Now, he doesn't really think anything is a huge deal, which is great for a bachelor party. I don't want anyone getting mad about anything. I want easy going, calm, go with the flow type dude. Yeah. Plus, he's a rock star, which... I don't know. I'll never be a rock star. I want to be treated as such. Sean?
0: Yeah, I I agree (laughs) with you. I I think this is a good pick because I do think at a bachelor party you need that person that like your core group of friends don't truly relate to. Yeah. And they're kind of the outcast, but they're an outcast that also just doesn't give a shit about the world. So they will go above
1: and beyond who they even are to give you the best night possible. Well, and I'm not I'm not the best decision maker for a night like this. I've found out numerous times Ian quarterbacks, these nights when we, when like our Vegas trips or whatever, I never do it. I just kind of, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. So I think he'd be a good quarterback to be like, yeah, okay, you're looking for a good night. Here's where we're going. Here's what we're going to do. Here's who we're going to call to get this. I've done this a million times.
0: Yeah, and he'll know like the underground places that you're going to yeah. do something that's a little like seedy and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know panda they do panda fights. I always thought they were <laughs> like... <laughs> but you're like, this is a memory that I will have forever.
1: I think within reason, we can trust everyone too because everybody kind of wants to be friends with the rock stars, so they're not going to like fuck us or anything. So I think, you know, within reason, I'm not going to take crazy drugs from a lunatic, but I think... You know, they'd be like, "Sure, you're with all the snow. Come right here. I got you. We'll hook you up for the night." Oh, there's Um, nowhere you're
2: not going to be able to go.
1: Yeah, so I think think that would be good for the rock star pick, and to fill in, like to fill in my crew, I kind of just want people that I want to kick it with. Yeah, and uh, I, I, there's quite a few on the list, but this one comes to mind because he, again, this fictional world that he lives in, he's just one of the coolest people that I've ever seen in fiction i don't know how tore up he's gonna get but he's down for the night for sure and he's cool i'm picking wayne campbell from wayne's world
2: oh yeah oh
1: yeah i like wayne hanging out i think wayne would be a good uh heat check for me sometimes he'd just be down for whatever's going on he'd be grateful he'd be stoked and uh i don't think he's gonna get the most tore up at the party but i think he'd be a blast to have around because he's just a rad dude
0: that is an interesting thing about both Wayne and Garth is they're always talking about partying and you never see them drinking or smoking anything. No, like, they never party. No. And in fact, like they're but they are good friends because their friend who actually does party, they like are, are their his designated driver. Yeah, they take care of them. And they they stay out all night. They are willing to party. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So here's where the, that comes from. Rude boy, my friend, John, who's been sober our whole life hangs out, has hung out with us till the sun comes up so many times. And I'm just like, on the way home, I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) He's like, I don't know. We're, we're friends. (laughs) uh,
0: All right. You grew up in South
1: Dakota and you have a friend named rude boy. (laughs) Why? (laughs)
0: <laughs> are you like the train spotting? <laughs> <South Carolina? laughs>
1: we got we got we got some some fun names <laughs> but yeah it's that's like not i won't do it with every pick but that's like when i was thinking i was like he hung out all the time and yeah. i had the most fun of some of some of my whole life with him and he just because he he enjoyed doing all these things and he just didn't want to do drink or do drugs or anything i was like oh, i need i can have that at the party let's have that at the party
0: are you afraid long- oh sorry go I ahead said- Oh, I was going to say, he would be, like, he'll be perfect with Aldous Snow, too, because he has such, he has such like, a
1: reverential treatment of uh, rock stars. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. As long as he
2: didn't Alice Cooper up, he would have to, like, he would, Aldous would have to that. give him the green light. Now, Ian, <laughs> yeah.
1: you were going to ask if I'm afraid being in a new house without a plunger in sight, but two bathrooms. Is that where you're going to ask? That's right. I am. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a bit of a left turn, but I am worried about you. <laughs> the, first day, the first day we were here, I, I don't know if I told you this. I came out, first day we lived here, I come out and sit on the couch and I was like, Boy, I don't want to tell you this, but I need the plunger and I don't know where it's at. <laughs> it's just like the least sexy thing you can do. And she was like, I think it's in the garage. I was like, We're gonna need more than think. We're gonna
3: <laughs>
2: We're gonna need
1: to know where it's at or I'm going to get one. At
3: least
2: you have two bathrooms.
1: We, that's that was like one of the I wasn't too picky with the crib. I was like, I want a dope backyard if we can get it. One thing I I desperately want is two bathrooms. And yeah. we got it. Because that it's just better for everyone if something crazy needs to happen yeah but there's an extra you know just better but anyway yeah wayne campbell i think um he's he, funny what I'm too. he's it. gonna
2: be a good like dude like he a, is like he you, you need fucking you need the loose balloon in the room and you need someone who's just, gonna be like chill and kind of by your side he, and everything like that he's gonna totally. be funny and like and 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 grounded, I feel like. Yeah, I yes. feel like
1: too. And that's a good like a good thing Sean pointed out, the glaring oversight on my part that he loves rock stars. So him and Aldous will probably get along as long as he doesn't bow down too hard.
0: Yeah. But also you also need someone at your bachelor party
1: who has the courage to swing and he <laughs> has the courage to swing. Yeah, he'll swing. <laughs> and he'll be so grateful for everything that we get to do with all the snow.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Wayne Campbell.
2: It's a good fucking pick, dude. Uh,
3: Thanks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro.
2: It's time for my uh, second pick. For my second pick. Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with uh, Eli Cash from the Royal Tenenbaums. Ooh. Owen Wilson's character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. I I feel like he, again, this is another, these are people who are going to be on the periphery of the group, but he's like, kind of full of shit. He can get no, kind perfect. of fun drugs. Yeah. He and he's gonna he'll be able to like talk his way into any situation and just for like a night,
0: come on, that guy's fun. He's going to be oh, wearing dude. a cowboy hat and a fringe jacket. Yes. One of the honestly one of the most fun characters in film history. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just he he lies through his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> he 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 does not like subscribe to anyone's boundaries uh-uh. like He'll have sex with his best friend's sister, who, even though his best friend's in love with his sister, act like it's but not, he's not a big so, deal. Exactly. He's loose. He's chill. Like he dresses like a cowboy, but acts like a surfer. Yeah. A cash
1: rules. He fucking rules. He'd be so much fun. That's what I like. Honestly, there's something sort of charming to me about when somebody does something that I think is wrong, but they honestly don't think it's wrong. Like yeah. all this knows the same way, where you're like, you just you can't have sex with anyone, and they're like, why? You're like, man, you really don't. I guess you weren't trying to hurt me, so that's something, you know. He's he strikes me as that also one of the best lines ever. What my book predisposes is maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't, (laughs) yeah, yeah, maybe he didn't. He's so proud of himself when he says that too. So good. (laughs) He'd be. I also I like fucking bloviators. I always
2: have like people like like I like being at dinner with them. Somebody who's gonna like get up on a pulpit, you know what I mean, and like talk for like a long time. I yes.
1: Well, and he's got stories, too, about all the bombs. You get all the dirt.
0: You get all these fun stories.
1: I feel like with you in general, too,
0: I feel like at that bachelor party dinner, you and him in the middle of the table, not to take so much from curb your enthusiasm, but you guys are middlemen. Yeah. Like, you guys can actually, like, volley back and forth. And, like, I think, like, that conversation is something I want to be a part of. Like, you will both go off on tangents, and yes, that instantly your bachelor party dinner dinner the most the thing that people talk about least will become probably one of the more interesting parts of the night thank you for saying that first of all Uh,
1: but yeah i think the
2: dinner is like a crucial part of a bachelor party and this is like my let's make sure that dinner is great pick yeah that is
1: man i never i'm (laughs) i'm used to sorry to drag south dakota through the mud i'm used to these bachelor parties back home where it's just like 20 dudes would get a bus and just get obliterated in 20 minutes and then yeah. just like pretty <laughs> yeah, much fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, either fight. <laughs> they, would, they would go to these bars, and I'm like, why are you going to Wiley's? And they're like, probably fuck somebody up, dude. And I'm like, what? that sounds fun to you? I don't know. Like the old, Maybe it's the older I get, but yeah, like a nice dinner. I never even thought about that as being part of a bachelor party.
2: Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. like
1: definitely I- the best. You dip your feet in. You don't really need to, you know, pregame because... <laughs> that's dinner now that you're old yeah
0: Uh, i will say as somebody who's been to bachelor parties fucking people up is not a part of them like i don't think it's you getting older maybe i'm getting older but i don't i don't think we should stomp out anyone in my bachelor.
1: there's been some rowdy ones there was the i can't even tell the story if i think about it i'll tell you guys but there was one that was so gnarly. i can't do it anyway
2: you can't say it on the podcast.
1: No, nah, I've shied away from it forever because it's like, it's like the one story where I'm like, I cannot believe that nobody got in trouble. I still, yeah. to this day, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to be back home and tell the wrong person this story. And they're going to be like, oh, that was, I know who that was. And then it's going to, it's just crazy to me that it was, it involved, uh, we were at a batch. I was 18. I was too young to be at the strip club. We ended up coming out a bit of an altercation. I've heard this then, story. Yeah. And then a buddy of mine, we had to go to the hospital because he it was fine. But, you know, he got stabbed. There was a bunch of (laughs) vandalism. He got stabbed with a golf club. I like how I think it sounds better. He got stabbed with like the back of a broken golf club, (laughs) not a knife, but it's different. But it was a crazy story. And that was I was like, this is a bachelor party. huh? Sorry for being so vague. I know that's probably not fun to listen to, but no, I, lo- <laughs> no, I love vag- it.
2: The vagary is what makes the story to me.
1: Yeah. It, just, the point is, like, the fun part of a bachelor party now, and I do feel like joking aside, a part of me getting older, at least me shedding like a lot of the buckness, is now I want to be like, yes, let's calmly sit and chill, gradually get bucker through the night, and then where we go will. Our, our buckness will dictate where we go. Like, yeah. if we're feeling crazy, you go to the roost or something like that, you know, or whatever Vegas' version of the roost is. Anyway. Um,
2: perfect. Sean O'Connor, time for your second uh,
1: pick.
0: All right, my second pick, you know, uh, I went with the money man with Tracy Jordan. <laughs> now I need like my loyal wingman, and I don't think there's a loyal wingman as good as Chewbacca.
3: Oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit!
1: I thought I had him! He was going to be my muscle at the fuck. end. I really, I thought I had him too. I was going to be like, I want this guy in the background, making sure everything's cool.
0: Yeah, especially if I'm going out at a bachelor party and there's people out there just b- trying to fuck us up.
1: Damn, like, it. you really another. You really got me there.
0: Yeah, listen, he's he's great. It it sounds like some like I, I guarantee he knows Tracy Jordan. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Tracy Tr- 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 like, Jordan got banned from
2: Mo's Island Cantina. He's pretty he sure knows. Yeah. It.
0: Yeah, oh, so, man. so yeah i just love chewbacca like he, he i think he'd just be like really fun and loyal and like want to hang out and like party he uh dude he, he's got our back he's got your back he's the muscle he can fuck
2: he can drive because he drives the millennium falcon mm-hmm. he likes to gamble you know what i mean he plays that fucking
0: chess game he's he's yeah. perfect oh the chess game he, he knows how to play Sabak from yeah. solo the guy the guy is the king and honestly with the millennium falcon in tow we are not even limited to one city or planet. No,
1: right. Like He's the, and he's like, he's definitely, if you do get in the wrong situations, he's like, I've been here before. I know what's going on. Like, don't worry, don't worry. I got it. It'll be fine. Yeah. I I mean,
0: he was, I I love Chewbacca and you know, I gotta, I gotta pick Chewbacca. And then my, my third pick, Mm -hmm. uh, and this is like where I'm, I'm just starting to build out my group and like, (laughs) Really, like, trying to get get someone with the intangibles. I'm going to have to go with uh, Seth from Superbad. Yeah. Because, you know, all he wants is a good time. That, and He doesn't care what it takes to have that good time. He, he's not... He's a loyal, but he also will throw that away to get himself into trouble. But I want that at the party. I, I want him... He's funny. He's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like Seth from Superbad. Yeah, Seth is a Dude. great pick.
1: There's a few characters that hold up over... How old is Superbad? 15 years? I, I don't know, but he's just... Still, when I watch it, I'm like, my God, that's funny. It's so good.
0: You need a mouth man too. You need yes. somebody who's going to who's going to talk shit, who's going to get you into trouble at a bachelor party and then Chewbacca will back it up. Yeah, I feel like yeah, Seth, Seth and Chewbacca are like really like this tandem team that I want to see. If
2: there's mm-hmm. like a place you can't get into, he'll be you, you when everyone else is like, "All right, let's just keep it moving." He'll be like, "No, fuck that. We're getting in there." And go back and then all of a sudden you're getting like led back to a booth. Yep. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're, we're 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 walking in through the kitchen and shit. Yeah. Like We're doing good, fellas, without the invite.
2: He's just, that's just like a good, solid fuck. That's your, like, uh, that's your fucking, uh, oh my God, who's that basketball player? It's just like a solid role player, kind of Shane Baddiak.
0: Yeah, he is a solid role player. And you know what? Like, in the past, AFE Mel Kuiper Jr. has, like, been very uh, critical of my picks. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's a bully. He's a bully. Yeah, I'm trying to go straight down the middle to appease him. Maybe that's not the right, like, Uh maybe I should be playing this for myself. He just got rocked up when you heard him say that.
2: He's a terrorist.
0: <laughs> I, I am letting the terrorist word yeah. my saying that. But, uh, but, and I think I also said terrorist. So the followed you for that. He's, a ter- <laughs> well, he's, he's scared. Yeah, yeah. You get scared when you when talk
2: to uh, daddy. He's a fucking terrorist. Uh, Seth from Superbad. That's a great pick. Time for my third pick. We were talking we, when we were texting about this draft. We were talking about how you need a scumbag.
1: Yeah, you need
2: yeah. you need somebody who's going to appeal to humanity or whatever's worst instincts. You need somebody who's going to get you into trouble because you need a little yeah. bit of trouble Damn on it. a bachelor party. So I'm taking the ghost with the most. I'm taking Beetlejuice.
3: Oh, <laughs> yes. that rules! Yeah,
2: dude. Crap. Just having Beetlejuice getting us into all sorts of scrapes. Using his, I mean, using his magic. He's fucking fun. You want to oh, fucking party that,
1: with that guy. He seriously doesn't do anything that bad in no. the movie. Where I'm like, he. I mean, he does try to marry a 16 year old. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he, yeah, and yeah. he's oh, like a 16. thousand years old. Oh, she yeah. is. She is a child. Yeah. You're right. He does. Okay. He has, Yeah. Does he kill? Here you go. Does he kill those prostitutes? No. no. Does he? No. See, when I was a kid. Okay. Before I really gathered that it was like sex and prostitutes, I thought he ate them. I thought he was like, oh, they look young. And I thought after, because he goes in and then they cut to him sitting on the balcony or whatever. I thought he ate them. That's what I thought. I thought they were food. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: in one way he did. (laughs) Because I have no
1: doubt Beetlejuice eats pussy. Like we all know that. Beetlejuice for sure eats pussy. Beetlejuice prefers eating pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If he could just do one thing, that would be it.
2: Yeah, it's his favorite sex sex. position. I just want to see Beetlejuice uh, existing in the kind of situations that Forrest Gump gets us into.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Also, because he has, like, a direct line to the netherworld, it opens up an entire other world of people getting pulled into Forrest Gump shenanigans. (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, like, he's reunited with Richard Nixon at your bachelor party. Genghis
2: Khan, Richard Nixon, and Forrest Gump were, like, doing fucking tequila shots, I think. Hitler was there,
0: and yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah. good. That's so good. <laughs> it's so good. You, your world is, I, I'm going from fucking planet to planet with Chewbacca, yeah. But your world is limitless. That's limitless.
2: Point. I think you're like sitting at breakfast the next day, and, you, and you're just like,
1: Oh my god, was Joan of Arc
0: there for a second? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's man, that's sick. Beetlejuice is such a good pick. Yeah. I love it. He would be so. I'm saying again, okay, he did some bad stuff. Take out the couple things. I would love to hang out with. I've always thought that the whole time I've seen, like my whole childhood, I'm like, this dude's pretty dope. Like if he, he could almost be the good guy if you switched two things or something. It,
0: yeah, if you take out the one thing of him trying to marry a teenage girl. Yeah. Everything else about him, he's so much more fun yeah. than Alex Baldwin and Gina Davis. Like he really is the ghost with the most. It is not. Well, There's sticks in the mud, man. He's yeah. extremely fun. They're big time yeah, sticks in the mud.
1: the shit. Damn it, that was great, man.
0: Uh yeah, Beetle gay
1: essay. Uh
2: Sean Jordan, time for your third pick.
1: All right. Man, it's no Beetlejuice. I like I want this pick because I think everybody so this character is so unabashedly themselves. Yeah. They're a bit of a buffoon. I think it would make for a very fun, interesting night. And I think everybody I don't think anybody would make fun of him. I think everybody'd be like, All right, we'll take you for what you are. We're gonna have fun with you. And I'm picking Ollie G
0: oh i like ollie g
1: i like me and ollie g i know it's an older reference but i just was thinking because again it's someone where at the start of the show i was like man i wish that guy was real i wish he wasn't a character i wish this was like a real dude who was honestly asking such stupid questions because it'd be so fun to hang out with somebody whose view of the world was just jewelry and pants and just like (laughs) want you know how appreciative he'd be of like hanging out I'm with the rockstar I'm right stuff.
2: here dude I'm your friend in <laughs> real life yeah
1: that's all i care about <laughs> what's what's up with Ian? oh he's either jewelry shopping or pants shopping man yes. you know him two modes or it's sunday and he's doing both there's two kinds of people in this world
2: that's what that's what i think jewelry people and pants people dude and i'm bold
1: i just ollie g would be so fun to hang out with if it was real if he was a real dude can you imagine watching those interviews if you're just like man if this guy was fucking serious this would change the world if this was like a famous interviewer who really was serious and this was his life i'd be so stoked and i think it'd be fun i think it'd be a fun little addition to have uh just for i don't know this is like this is all me i just want to hang out. And he's kind of like another friend of mine that I don't want to say because he told me not to talk about him anymore on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also enjoying how
0: British your bachelor party yeah, is. I it's think it's very it, British. I think at this point, we're going to have to just call it a stag night. Yeah.
2: Stag, <laughs> hey, uh, you're having a stag do.
0: They do call stag. it a stag night, don't they? Yeah, yeah man. Stag. and uh And then the ladies is a hen, having a hen's night. They call uh-huh. them doos. A stag do yeah. and a
1: hen do. A stag. Oh, those sound like judo and moves. That, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So Ollie G, I think, would be a blast to have. And then four, I like a, I like a man with a silver tongue too, who uh-huh. can get us in anywhere. Although all the snow is already going to do it. But I just like this guy. He's uh, he can talk everyone off the ledge. It's like the next best thing to a muscle man is having somebody who can diffuse a situation very nicely. So I'm picking Trent from Swingers, uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh double down. Okay. I just, again, would love him to be hanging around. I got another friend that I think he uh, is kind of like. And I just think it'd be a rad time to have that crew kicking it. I called some audibles, honestly, because you guys, you didn't go as crazy as I was. I'm stoked. So, uh, yeah, I just I like Trent. He uh, I think every I get, group
0: of friends has a Trent, too. Like I think so. Trent is a very relatable, real character. Yeah. Who is the guy who doesn't want the night to end. He thinks he's fast talking but he's not as smart as he. Like I I grew up with a I was not I was guess the mic of my group. But I <laughs> I have like five trends and like one
1: sue. I like the uh I like the way that they do show like they only show him sloppy a couple times and it's one night where they're with st- They're all out, and Sue's trying to like pitch an excuse to this girl. He's like, "Oh, I could have. I tried to call you." And Trent goes, "That's funny. I never saw you leave long enough to make a phone call. I figured I would have noticed that at at some point (laughs) we were together all night." And
0: and that energy,
1: I'm just like, "Yeah, dude, give it to him. Don't let him (laughs) let make him be honest." And then the other (laughs) when he's at the pink, like whatever, they're at the diner, and he's just being such a fun drunk. Like, I don't have a lot of patience for that kind of end of the night. Ruining everybody else's night at the diner, but he's so fun with it. When he like hands his plate to the back, he's like, "Eat that. I'd never eat this. You want it?" <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never <laughs> eat this. <laughs> he, just, he just seems like the the my maximum the the maximum tolerance I have right now for that kind of attitude is how he gets at the end of swingers. And I was like, "Cool. That's probably where we'll draw the line at ruining other people's nights." So yeah, I just think it'd be fun to have old Trent. That's a great double down. Thanks, man.
2: Um. For my fourth pick, I need like, I I just I just want like kind of a sassier energy around. I think it's something I, th- I think it's something that like, you know, I have a scumbag, I have I have fourth who's very innocent. I have Eli Cash who's full of shit and fun. I need the person calling Eli Cash out on their bullshit. I'm taking Ruby Rod, Chris Tucker's character from The Fifth Element. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> you know, I'd be interested to see how much like who's come up on the show the most, but that character has come up 30 times? Probably. Yeah,
2: probably quite a quite a few times. I fucking I just want that I, if like we're all getting hammered, I think it would be a bit obnoxious if like you were just hanging out with him one on one. But I think in Maybe. a group dynamic for like sure. 24 to 48 booze-filled hours, I think he'd be really fun to have around.
1: Yeah, and the group will dilute him a little bit. He's yeah. you know, it's like it's it's going to he'll have to sit down sometimes. And, and, like, he'll be entertained, too. He'll be like, oh, cool. This is what it's and like to calm down a little bit.
0: He's also flashy. So yeah. I think, like, at the bachelor party, like, uh, other than Forrest Gump, who's a magnet for famous <laughs> people throughout history, yeah. uh, like, he will draw attention to the party and, like, create, it will create an energy, like, that I think... You know, you need, you, need, you need your, your, your party is like shaping up real nice. I think it's a fun,
2: it's helping the dinner out again too. It's, I mean, it's every part of the night, but it's like that dinner is going to be, it's going to be the loudest, it's going to be that table that either you hate or that you wish you were at,
1: at the dinner. I wish I was at, yeah. man, yeah. those are, mm, I'm I'm like 50, 50 on those when I, I mean it's shit. We had to, I haven't really been to dinners lately, but like when you go out most times I can tolerate the people that are having a, they're having a too good of a time, but I'm like, ah, they're cutting loose. It's what I really don't like is loud swearing. I don't know why. That's like oh, my yeah. one thing where I'm like, don't swear. If you're well, going to be loud, at just a bar, do it. Don't I'm swear. fine with it.
2: But like in
0: any where sure.
2: kids might be, it's like, come on.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a bit much like, and I, and honestly, I, yeah, I agree. That is very Midwestern of me. Uh, and I, I am not from the Midwest. I am from New Jersey where, <laughs> Loud swearing while eating was invented, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I agree with
2: that. Um, Sean, it's time for your fourth and then your final picks, as it is a serpentine okay. draft.
0: Okay, for the fourth, pick, always rubbing I, the eyes. Uh, yeah, for the fourth pick, I I already have a wheel man, but that's for the, the galaxy. I want a wheel man for like when we're going around town. I'm gonna pick. Somebody who's also loyal to a fault, somebody who's gonna get very emotional at the end of the night. Wait. When he's talking about how this group of friends is not just a group of friends. They're actually a family. I'm picking Dom Toretto <laughs> from <laughs> Passive <of> Furious. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Again, reasonably sober, Dom. I feel like the end of the night he'd be like yeah, everybody I, good.
2: Uh, no, I had a couple of coronas. I'm fine. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Just coronas. He's not
0: getting he's not getting wasted. No. He's just had. he's sipping back on a corona. He's listening to everyone because he doesn't really like talking. I feel like him and Chewbacca are the same. Yeah. But at times different. Because I do think I think Dom is a bit more confident than Chewbacca. I think Chewbacca runs a little <laughs> hotter than 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 Dom Toretto, too. He's I a little he more does, confident. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although I think new there's Fast instant- 9,
1: you get some you get some deep aggression, aggressive Dom, you know, in the you new do. one where they're showing young Dom and you're like, whoa, he did snap and kill that guy with a wrench. Well, oh, yeah, but that's, old. that's <laughs> young, that's the young Dom.
0: <laughs> but I also like, what I like is at our bachelor party dinner, everyone has all these stories that they could tell. And Dom's sitting there quietly. Meanwhile, the most interesting life possible. Yeah. Like, tell us more about this safe heist in Rio de Janeiro.
2: Yeah. So you're just driving through the favela with it ter- 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 behind you? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> How do you know all
1: the cops in Rio and Dubai? <laughs>
0: yeah wait a second you <laughs> threw a cop spine first into a stone pillar and you guys were both fine you were just doing that back you were going through concrete yeah every, he's like yeah every city yeah. you go to
2: somebody with a goatee says this is and then the name of that city <laughs> everyone
0: <wait, laughs> this is rio <laughs> I, you know like i all of the stories true. are kind of the same yeah <laughs> they're but, very, yeah. very samey <laughs> But we like him because at the end of the night, he really does get emotional with you. He's, yeah. like, talking about, like, how important this friendship is to him. And I think that's a great thing that, like, it, it acts as a bridge between the debauchery of the bachelor party and your marriage. Like, he's there as the bridge to adulthood. He's going to give a great speech. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know he is. Yeah. And he's going to be, like, grilling a meat. <laughs> like, and, like, you don't need to do that. We're at a We're restaurant, at- Dom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has Dom ever seen snow? Oh man,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were yeah. in fucking Antarctica,
1: dude. Y- they were yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, he 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 loved it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's good in every he's good in every terrain. He's yeah. the, he's a per, the perfect. The, he's a machine, uh and then my, my fifth pick, I'm going with Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Oh! Yep. But, uh, yep. You know, I just I just want him. He's a a perfect (laughs) yes, man. Like he's going to have funny things to say. I think him and Seth are going to like really hit it off. I think so, too. Uh, They're kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know what? Like he'll get us into some shit and he'll also make sure everyone keeps their mouth shut. It's a bachelor
1: (laughs) party. You got to get into something, you know? Yeah. You want to have your own stories to tell?
0: I love it. He's older. He's a New Jersey guy. Like, I need a New Jersey guy there. Like, I need somebody who... I I don't... The one thing I do worry about is I think him and Tracy Jordan will have... There might be some racist stuff between yeah. them. But I will talk to Polly Walnuts before it and be like, Hey, man, <laughs> don't do that. Like, no matter how fun the night gets, we're not going to be that
1: comfortable with him. I well, think they'll say, it is- to,
2: they'll say it to each <laughs> other.
1: Yes, that is... And it's also true. It's gonna be fun to say "Polly Walnuts" by like midnight too. Everyone, oh Polly Walnut Walnuts says "Polly Walnuts." That Wally Walnuts. <laughs> oh
0: my god! I I, lo- I love him. What a great character, and you know, just a loyal street man. I'm going for loyalty, respect, and debauchery. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm staying in that loyalty and respect lane for my final pick. I uh, with the amount of people, like I mean, I have Beetlejuice there. You know what I mean. So we could be getting into some trouble. Uh huh. And I need someone who's going to make sure that this night all ends with all of us in our beds. Somebody who can open doors to anywhere we want to go, but also somebody who's going to make sure that nobody messes with us. And that includes the police. I'm inviting the conciliary from The Godfather, Tom Hagen.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, is he even is he at the table?
2: He's at the table. Yeah, he's okay. at the ta- He's
0: quiet. He's playing that kind of Dom Peretta role. <laughs> he is. You need that quiet intensity. Yeah. The, yeah guy, the guy at the end of the meal who makes sure everything gets paid, yeah. they're tipped, and then you're off to the next. We're off. We never see a bill.
1: Yeah. Very sternly says, I want to make sure everyone's taken care of and tips them way a lot. And he's like, don't tell anyone about he the t- dinner.
2: He tips them well. He knows the bouncers everywhere we go. He knows the cops everywhere we go. He gives a speech. You know what I mean? He has like two glasses of wine or maybe a martini. Like he's not not having fun. Right. But he's mostly there to make sure everything stays on the track.
0: He does, and when you get there, like I don't think Tom Hagen has ever shaken a hand without a a money in his palm.
2: He doesn't know what that is. He doesn't know what it is to shake a hand without a 20, at least. Palm-to-palm contact? Never in my life. Untoward. (laughs) It's untoward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we got Tom Hagen there just to make sure everything gets cleaned up. Any messes that get made are immediately cleaned up. Tom Hagen is there.
1: Oh, man. That's... Man, that really... That's tough. Time for your
2: final right. pick, Sean Jordan. Oh, you know what? Before it is, before we get to the final pick, actually, <laughs> it's time for us to take another extremely short break.
1: This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS's Weird, like Lord of the Flies-style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town... Sounds insane. Uh, to the Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow the big flop on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad free by joining Wondry Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. A huge one for me you know, just people pleasing. And it's you say it like it's a bad thing. It's just something that you need to get under control. All of these stressors, you know, you keep them bottled up, it starts to affect you negatively. Everybody. You don't have to feel weird if this stuff affects you. It affects everybody. And there's people, again, myself included, who walk around trying to front like it doesn't, but it does. It always does. It always has. And therapy is a safe place to just get things off your chest. You need to figure out how to work through
2: And we're back. Welcome back to All See Everything already in progress. We are moments away from the final pick of the draft. Sean mm-hmm. Jordan putting the finishing moves on his fictional character, Bachelor Party. The world waits in hushed anticipation.
1: Well, I feel like I'm going to have dry skin. I'd like to pick a bottle of lotion, but I understand that's not a person, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to want lotion on my real. body. Lotion yeah, is yeah. very real. Well, yeah, you want lotion on your body whenever you can do it. Even if you feel like your body doesn't need lotion, put lotion on your body. My final pick Is going to be somebody who's going to appreciate This night for what it is Somebody who doesn't get to do these things Somebody who is extremely blue collar uh, Wife kids Work every day But you can tell there's an edge there You can tell there's an underlying party animal And they will be easily the most appreciative Of the whole night Are you about to to get her done? (laughs) 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 Picking the animated version of it I'm going to pick Randy Marsh
0: Oh, oh yeah that's fun yeah
1: i think randy marsh would be you see him when he gets excited on the show and you see it, he's like, oh my god oh sharon he's so excited to be to invite him like at 5 p.m to the night to the bachelor party like i haven't talked to him in 10 years probably but he was like my best friend in high school we just lost touch because he did the wife and kids thing and i didn't i pursued uh I was, uh, what am I? I play the, I play the baritone baritone. Yeah, I play yeah. the baritone. I play the saxophone. And so we just lost touch, but I'm like, Hey man, bachelor party. I rip off who's there. And I'm like, you, you got the last golden ticket. You want to come right now? There's a jet waiting for you at the South park airport. And he just, Oh, Sharon, I gotta go. And then he's just so pumped all night and he's down to fight. He'll get rowdy.
0: You need the guy yeah. who needs the <laughs> night out. Yeah. yes do. that is something that i i, I think i'm sorely missing that guy who needs the night out the guy who he's already like at 5 p.m he's already three deep yeah. yeah and you guys are like be careful we're going all night and by nine he shit his pants and he is still ready to <laughs> yeah, party he's, he's got other <laughs> pants on
1: his yeah. normal 5 p.m is three deep yeah. <laughs> and yeah he's just like well he- you should have told me yesterday if you didn't want me three deep by 5 p.m. Because it's happening. I'm on my way home. He's like three deep in the car yeah. on his way home from work. <laughs> <laughs> He's six deep getting off the plane at least. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. When he hears private jet, I think a couple just dive deep into him. He didn't even put in there. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, yeah, private jet. Sure oh
0: man yeah no the guy the guy with like kids that are uh, almost teenagers that's what you really need you yeah. need the guy who's gonna be like fighting ghosts at 10 p.m yeah.
1: <laughs> i introduced him i'm like this is all the snow and he's like nice to meet you he doesn't know who it is <laughs> no. yeah. he has no idea that it's a rock star it's not barry manilow or fucking jackson brown so he doesn't care
0: He also never talks about his job, which I love about Randy. (laughs) It's like Randy's he's all about his interests, not what he does for a living, Uh which is great because he's not going to bore anyone at the party talking about being a geologist.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's a great. He's going to have the best time. Yeah, man. Randy Marsh.
2: Excellent. Marissa, do you have a pick?
1: Ooh, for my bachelorette party, this pick would be my money woman. She would be my muscle woman. And she'll give me free access to dragons. I'm picking Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. My Ooh. God. Yeah. You want to seriously freak a door person out, just have, have uh, Daenerys Stormborn walk up to him, see what time it is real quick.
2: Oh, we're getting in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dragons, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dragons
1: are just going to be hovering like they're your ride. They're just your yeah, driver they'll just be waiting. Ride.
2: They're going to be like <laughs> when they leave a Lamborghini in front of like a valet. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. just a dragon. Excellent pick. To recap, Sean O'Connor, you went for... You your fictional bachelor party, Tracy Jordan, Chewbacca, Seth from Superbad, Dominic Toretto, and Polly Walnuts. I went second. <laughs> I've got Forrest Gump, Eli Cash from the Royal Bumps, Beetlejuice, Ruby Rod, and Tom Hagan. Sean, you went last. You took all the Snow, Wayne Campbell, Ollie G,
1: Double Down Trent, and Randy Marsh.
2: You left a lot of good <laughs> yeah. ones on the board.
1: Dude, there were... I was... I was wondering, Ace Ventura was on my list. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what, when I got Chewbacca, I did eliminate Pumbaa from... I the had Pumbaa, Pumbaa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah! Damn.
0: Hey, a fucking party animal, dude.
3: That
2: guy has a good a time.
1: Party. There uh, were a few... Robert De Niro, Ace Rothstein from Casino was on there, but oh, too yeah. serious, I think. I had yeah.
0: Goose from uh, Top Gun. Oh, great one, great one. Man. I had Jay Gatsby. I had Jay Gatsby <laughs> on the list, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was my uh, my original money man, but I went with Tracy Jordan because I thought that would be more fun. Uh, the Wolf from Pulp
1: Fiction. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, a fixer. You need a fixer. You need a fixer.
2: <laughs> but I figured Tom Hagen could fill that role for me.
1: Yeah, if you need a fixer, you need a fixer. Animal you know? the
2: Muppet, <laughs> Steam and Willie Beeman from Any Given Sunday would be kind of fun. <laughs> Damn, Neon Boudreaux good. from Blue Chips.
1: Yeah, but dude. I think Ooh. the age
2: gap would be a little
1: severe.
0: Yeah, Damn. he would need a fake ID. But also, like, who's carding a seven-foot-one guy? Nah,
2: Shaq's getting in.
0: Uh I thought Con- Connor for real might be fun. <laughs> oh, Connor for oh, real would be fun. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I, I thought this was a... I, I had Holland March from N- The Nice Guys, Ryan Gosling's character oh, yeah. from The Nice Guys. I love that movie. I thought I thought he's really funny and silly and also knows a thing or two about the world, but maybe too obscure of a reference. Yeah.
2: I t- I was gonna take Gen- the genie from Aladdin, but then I thought the whole like him being in chains thing was a little bit weird. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also I feel like Forrest Gump is just the genie. Right, exactly. Without the <laughs> without the finite
1: wishes. Yeah. I had a Turtle from Entourage. I yeah. feel like Turtle'd be a great person at a bachelor party. I
2: can't believe you didn't <laughs> take anyone from Entourage.
1: I can't believe you didn't I would have lost my whole <laughs> life savings. <laughs> I think Eternal was on every one of my lists. Drama was on my list, too, just because drama is so encouraging and down for whatever. It's just everything's good for him. Um, There was, I had Jiminy Glick on there. I think he's got some (laughs) secret (laughs) demons that would have been a fun, like, when you get him drinking again.
0: (laughs) It's so interesting. Yeah, he'd just be, now, the Snow, where does that come from? That's really good. That is a great Jiminy Glick. Jiminy
2: Glick is here in the studio. We have Jiminy Glick here.
0: That was the thing, Carmel. Tell me
1: more about your story growing up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We want to hear your picks. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the All Fantasy Everything Patreon. We love you. Thank you for holding us down. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Shislacony, the AFE subreddit. Shout out to Saint Sue Carmel. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Haji Beat. Shout out to Sid the Dude. And more important than all of that, Tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. I'm not gonna
1: say shuckrakity. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>